Today, on the Buckle Bomb Show, Hangman Page suffers a scary concussion on Dynamite, Kevin Nash suffers an unthinkable loss, Bianca Belair makes history, and could CM Punk return to the WWE? Hello and welcome to the Buckle Bomb Show here on Bomb Media Productions. My name is Bobby and I'm so happy to be here to talk professional wrestling with you once again. I am not joined by my usual broadcast partner, Anthony Roan, today. He has not been able to make it. We That's why the show's been delayed a little bit. Uh, we tried to fit it into his schedule, but his, uh, his job has... Uh, monopolized his time this weekend, unfortunately. So we will have to run without him this week for this episode. But we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, and we will just roll on without Tony. And uh, he'll join us next week. We might uh, double up on some of these topics and talk about it next week to get his opinion and his side of things. Uh, maybe you'll see him in the comments. Who knows? Uh, but join him down in the comments. And uh, give us your thoughts on everything I talk about here today. So we'll jump right into it. The first topic up today, uh, Hangman Page on Dynamite last week, a special Tuesday episode uh, in the main event against John Moxley, uh, took a lariat from Moxley and did a, a you know one of the the special bumps where when you take the lariat and you kind of spin over and he landed on his head and neck a little rough. Uh, it looked really scary. He was out. It looked like even though he was on his belly, it looked like he was doing the posturing thing that we've seen in football the last uh, few weeks. Uh, you know, and it, obviously they have in that situation, you want to make sure you're taking care of the neck. But it turned out to just be a concussion. Thankfully, it, you know, that's always a concussions are bad and they're scary, but it's always better than a neck injury for sure. So it looks like he's going to be okay. He's uh, probably not going to be on Dynamite this week, at least in any sort of wrestling capacity. Uh, but hopefully he should be back pretty quickly here. Uh, obviously, you know, with everything going on with CM Punk and all this stuff, and you can have your opinion on Hangman Page one way or the other. I And I, I do at times, but I, I don't wish any. I, I want everyone to be healthy and safe for sure. All right. With me talking by myself, we're probably going to move through these pretty fast. It'll be a quick episode. We'll move on to the second topic, speaking of CM Punk. Uh, it's being reported that AEW and CM Punk are in negotiations to buy out CM Punk's contract. So he will not be returning to AEW, as has been speculated since the uh, all-out fiasco. But one of the sticking points of these uh, buyout negotiations has been the uh, non-compete clause and how long that will be. Certainly, you wouldn't think a non-compete clause would be that big of a deal for CM Punk because he's certainly not going to go to like Impact or New Japan or anything like that. 
the only other place maybe you could go would be WWE. And does he really want to do that? But if these reports, and I believe it is from Meltzer, and I always take Meltzer with a big grain of salt, but if these reports are true that uh, the length of the non-compete is a bit of a sticking point right now in these negotiations, well, could that mean that maybe he is open or willing or maybe wants to go to WWE? I think, in my opinion, do I think it's possible? Do I think Triple H would be willing? And, and some of the reports are that he'd be open to it if the money and schedule and creative are right. And I think that's the same way for CM Punk. I think if they reached out to him and had an idea for what to do on TV and had the right money in the offer and it wasn't full time because let's face it in AEW, you know, it's not like you're on the road. There are no house shows in AEW. So all you had to do was show up to Dynamite uh, once a week, the occasional live rampage. Most of them are recorded the same day as Dynamite. And then, you know, one pay-per-view every three months. So the schedule in AEW is pretty darn light. And him jumping to WWE, you're not going to see him on house shows. It would have to be, you know, a part-timer kind of sweetheart deal, a Brock Lesnar kind of deal, uh, where you see him occasionally. He's a big star who comes out, you know, and does something special and, you know, gets a big pop and we have some fun and then he's gone and he's not in the locker room a lot. Because uh, that might be a thing, obviously, with everything that happened in AEW and with his previous run in WWE. You know, how much do you want him in a locker room? You don't want that locker room to uh, fall apart. You know, that's certainly a concern with him. Uh, as big a fan of CM Punk as I am, you know, there's a history there. So, is it possible? 100%. Uh, will it happen? Don't know. Never say never, certainly, is a phrase we use a lot in the wrestling business. And we've seen that over and over this year. A lot of wacky and wild news stories. Could CM Punk returning to the WWE be one of them, at least within the next six months or so? Depending on the length of non-compete, we will see. All right, let me know what you think in the comments down below. Could CM Punk come back? Do you want him to come back? Let me know. All right, moving on to the next topic. Uh, sad one here. Uh, Tristan Nash, the son of Kevin Nash, has died at 26 years old. Uh, this is absolutely heartbreaking news. Uh, if you've listened to the Click This podcast with Kevin Nash and Sean Oliver, I, I listen to it every day. Apparently a new episode dropped today that memorializes Tristan. Uh, it's going to be a hard listen, but I will be listening to it uh, on my way to work here in just a little bit. But uh, just uh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking news. He'd been on it. He started to become more and more a part of that podcast, and he was producing it too. And he seemed to be into music and, and uh, you know several other things. Obviously, uh, if you're Kevin Nash and his wife Tamara, it's just Wow heartbreaking heartbreaking stuff to lose a child it's it's something you never want to see anyone go through obviously and you know of course on the heels of kevin nash also losing you know one of his best friends in fact if i'm not mistaken today 
Tristan died was also would have been Scott's birthday. So just heartbreaking stuff here. Uh, all we, we, I know I can speak for Tony on this one. Oh, we both wish wish uh, Kevin and Tamara and everyone who knew Tristan uh, the best and hope that uh, they can make it through their their grief and you know just give them our, our well wishes and our thoughts uh, through this uh, incredibly difficult time. All right, we'll go ahead and move on to another topic here. This one uh, a bit more uh, positive. Bianca Belair has surpassed 200 days as Raw Women's Champion this week. Uh, and that's significant. It's the longest reign. And in fact, it, it when she jumped over 180, it, she is the longest reigning Black World Champion, male or... Oh, excuse me, Black World Champion in male or female in WWE history. Uh, Kofi Kingston is number two when he was WWE Champion. He was he lasted 180 days. Bianca is now uh, over 200. That's remarkable and incredible. Uh, great news for Bianca Belair. Remarkable that it hasn't happened yet. That we haven't had a longer reign yet. Uh, a lot of people will, will, will wait a minute. What about The Rock? And but you got to remember, The Rock had always been champion at a time when the title was getting passed around a lot. So he never had dirt back during the Attitude Era. He, ne- he never had the belt for very long. It was always a couple of months at a time, maybe at most, and it would get passed around. So, uh, and I checked because I wanted to see. I was curious. There is no, obviously, WCW had a women's belt for about five minutes, but any WCW champion, Booker T, uh, uh, Ron Simmons, neither one of them had a reign last, lasting uh, 200 days. Uh, not even close. I think Ron Simmons had 120 days. Uh, I checked the NWA, their world women's title. Uh, there was never... Uh, I think a black woman did hold it once, but it was very brief. That title was pretty much the fabulous Moolahs nonstop, uh, with a, occasionally it'd be on another girl for a couple of days and come back. Uh, but yeah, going all the way back to 1937, Mildred Burke, uh, who was the first NWA women's champion, that belt, uh, was never on if it was a black woman once and for a very brief period of time. Uh, and as far as uh, NWA Men's World Champion, uh, there wasn't anyone that uh, lasted long either as far as black champions. So you could include this for the old school NWA, uh, WCW, and WWE. This is the first time it's happened. In modern NWA, Billy Corgan NWA, uh there have been two women's champions, black women's champions that had lasted. Uh, the first one in 2016 under Billy Corgan was uh, Jazz. Or no, 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 excuse me. It was, uh, yeah, the first one was Jazz, and she lasted three years. Uh, previously in NWA, in 2007, Amazing Kong, she was called at the time, we know as Awesome Kong, 
or Karma in WWE, she was also a women's champion for the NWA in the late aughts for close to three years. Uh, But as far as uh, WWE, this is the first time, and it's absolutely astonishing. It's great news. Uh, History for Bianca Belair, history of making rain. All right, we'll move on to, well, this topic was a topic Tony wanted me to put in. Uh, He loves GCW, and he wanted to talk about the relationship, the potential relationship between them and WWE. Uh, And he also wanted to talk about uh, GCW's uh, relationship with DDT Pro and bringing them in. I'm not a big uh, GCW guy. I think it's mostly the deathmatch stuff, especially. It's just garbage wrestling, uh, not real wrestling. And DDT Pro is even worse with their, their just... Ugh. But we'll save this topic for next week for Tony, and we'll get started. Uh, no real quick jabs to talk about today. We're just going to run through this show. That will do it uh, for this episode of The Buckle Bomb Show. Nice, short, sweet. Let me know what you thought about all these topics down below. Please uh, please comment on this and give this, uh, give this episode a like. If you're listening uh, on the podcast audio-only version, I appreciate that. Uh, Please uh, subscribe if, you, if you're willing, or check out, come over to youtube.com slash bombmediaproductions to check out the uh, video version. Uh, that'll do it. You guys have a good day. The preceding announcement has been paid for by Bomb Media Productions.